Goddamn, you had a little too much to drink last night at the Gull? Let me catch you up. It looks like you're too late. The Sky Song has begun. Have you seen anything out of the ordinary today? Actually, yes. I pulled over a guy speeding. He had a strange object in his backseat. You see that the disc is indeed sort of this large stone object that has strange symbols carved into the side of it. There's something else out there that we don't know. Do you know what the ape wanted? Brains. The larger goal. Uh, All I could tell is that he's looking for something. He's got some kind of radar system set up. I found him. And then I unfound him. I don't follow Ignis. If if he's in there, he's not going anywhere. And I hope there wasn't anything important in the basement. You see sort of the rough, slimy skin of what appears to be three of the trash golems coming out of the water. Um, dang. <laughs> One of them sends its pillar of an arm into the large window on the story above you, and it's just starting to tear through the house. What did Goodfellow do with the disc, Ari? I have no way of knowing that. I gave it to him. I mean, it's a storm, right? We get a lot of storms. The golems are not typical. Destroying what is in their path. There's gotta be a way to destroy the disc with that almost like Mephisto being the blob. Ignis, we need to find the disc. Can you find it? Can you track it even when it is lost? Ignis starts to fly up towards the truck. Everybody grab your coats. We need to move quickly. yourselves in i'm assuming do you guys take multiple cars you just take the truck the truck right ray ray's in the back he's still a gator and then me sarah and Seeb in the cabin i guess i'm the driver because i'm always yeah leaving rooster behind does he want to come probably not <laughs> not really room there's not a ton of room in there it's raining heavily and you're the gator in the back yeah when i'm in the actual back of the truck yeah, it's, it's torrential at this point yeah and then we follow Ignis through the rain, which is nice. Uh, so, Sarah, you drive out onto the coastal highway that runs along east and west, and it's raining so heavily that, like, you can barely even tell where you are. There's, there's short moments of clarity where you maybe see some sort of a landmark peek out through the torrent, but other than, you know, seeing the road ahead of you, it's, it's raining so heavily that it's hard to even tell where you're going. Ignis is flying just ahead, a nice, pleasant blue light leading you through the chaos. What do you guys do? I don't know what we're going to find when we reach the disc. Does anyone have any idea what we're going to do with it when we find it? Wait, does Ignis know where the disc is exactly? Ignis is sort of like tracking. Sniffing it. Kind of honing in on its magic. And Ari doesn't feel like this is a trap at all, since he knows that he gave it to Goodfellow. It could very well be a trap set for us, but 
the Sky Song already has what they want. Are you going to heal? Why do I look bloody? Yeah, you're really gross. <laughs> you're bleeding on rooster seat. Yes, I would like to try to heal myself with magic. Okay, roll use magic. That's uh, <laughs> uh, five on the dice plus two, I think. Because I have my minus one still. Yeah, you still have your minus one. That's seven? Yes. Okay, so you, what's your glitch? That's a problematic side effect. Penis fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not any, there aren't any penis fingers this time. <laughs> you he, So you heal for one harm as you etch this rune on your wounds. But you look up and you see that ahead of you on the road is a tornado and it's kind of going along kind of whipping up trees um and sarah i'm going to need you to act under pressure uh to drive away from this tornado (laughs) i will give you plus one because you do have the guiding light of ignis who has a knack for guiding the lost even in the most insane of circumstances thank god because that's a seven (laughs) with the plus one Oh, nice, nice. Bye, Ray. Yeah, this tornado is coming more or less straight at you. Uh, Ignis finds a route for you to drive outside of the influence of this tornado. And, you know, a couple of limbs hit the truck. Shit, 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 shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, oh yeah, Ray's outside. I think Ray's going to take maybe... Well, Ray's not going to take any harm because he has armor, but Ray's going to get hit a bunch of times with like tree limbs and shit. But you just barely get around the tornado. Uh, Something else, though, that happens because of this phenomenon is anytime magic is cast, uh, much like you saw with Seeb, a lightning bolt strikes. And Ari, roll roll just a d6. I don't like your tone. I think I'm just going to (laughs) walk. All right, that is a four. So the lightning strikes nearby. It's fucking loud. It's like a huge crack as it hits a tree that just kind of um, disintegrates in front of you. And it's frightening how close it was, but it didn't hit you guys. Dang, man, where the fuck are we going? Into the eye of the storm. Pain, you continue to drive along the coastline. Until Ignis sort of turns out onto um, an access road that leads deeper into the forest. I will need you to act under pressure again as it becomes more and more difficult to drive uh, the more you go into the forest and the wind is whipping things around. Is this Tate's hell? Yeah. Good thing we brought the man himself. Rooster's going to be real upset. When his friend dies. Yes, he is. (laughs) God damn it. I rolled the exact same. I rolled a six. Okay, you still get the Ignis point. Okay, so I roll a seven. I'm also very hurt, so maybe it's very hard. Right. Well, also, it's like just so chaotic and so hard to drive and see. So more debris is going to hit the truck uh, as like the as the windshield shatters. The truck is more or less fine, but it's even more difficult to see now. And uh, there's water sort of leaking into the truck. <sighs> Rooster's going to kill me. Don't you own the truck? Haven't we had this conversation? No, we paid for it via wages. It's worth noting that you're getting to the point where Ignis is starting to, like, sort of sort of lean off the road as if, like, they're trying to get you as close as possible to the source of this magic, but they're starting to hint that it might be better to go off the road. Stop here, Sarah. 
slam on the brakes or he goes flying through the windshield. That's why you always wear a seatbelt. I land nimbly on my feet. (laughs) You all step out of the truck. And, of course, you're all getting soaked immediately as the rain just hits you. Ray's already soaked, but... Ray is still laying in the back of the truck, very heavily panting. (laughs) Is Ray... (laughs) Is is Ray in his gator form still wearing the raincoat? I just want the visual there. Yeah, it's kind of tore because the raincoat doesn't exactly fit super nice as the Hawaiians do. It's but there, not as baggy. Steve, is there anything around here that we need to worry about other than the obvious? I mean, they named the forest after me. Doesn't mean I know what's in it. Well, that seems stupid. I agree, Sarah. Tapes, hell, no shit. Hmm. Ray Ray just got it. (laughs) (laughs) There's a rumble. Uh, You feel vibrations on the ground. You notice that from off in the woods, there's a bunch of wind whipping around. There's branches moving. And it does appear that there's uh, something coming toward you. Uh, The way Ignis wants to go, is it towards that thing or away from that thing? It's not directly towards it, but... It does seem like you would intersect paths with this thing. We need to follow Ignis, and we need to go now. I run into the woods, following Ignis. Oh. Okay. Well, then, then Ari, you would see it first. There's uh there is absolutely another tornado getting closer and closer to you. What do you do? I don't think I can trap this thing or bar this thing. It's not a person or a type of creature or a monster or a minion. I mean, it kind of is. We can loosely use those terms here, if you have a magical idea. I can go one of two ways. I could trap us in this ground, or I could try to bar the hurricane. What do you think? Ray's following tornado protocol and jumps towards a ditch. (laughs) I love that. Ray, why don't you roll Act Under Pressure, then? That is an eight. Okay. So you think more or less that you're covered pretty reasonably. (laughs) Oh. That's it? This is it? <laughs> yeah. It's tornado protocol, man. It's important everyone knows it. Just find the lowest ground. Uh, let's all get into Ray Ray's hole and I'll try to bar it. Oh, let's jump into Ray Ray's hole. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to slide in following Ray and try to get Ignis to come in here as well. And Sieb, obviously. Yeah, why don't you roll use magic? Sieb, help me with the sigils. We need to protect ourselves from these winds. Six on the dice plus two. Is eight. Well, and then I was going to give you plus one since you have a magic helper here. I'll take the nine. What's your glitch? Um, I think it'll just be a short duration. I'll, uh, I'll hold it as long as I can. Yeah. So I yeah I think that with the short duration, I think you're going to be fine here because tornado passes relatively quickly. But roll a d6. Three. Another bolt of lightning comes from the sky, and as the tornado passes overhead, it strikes somewhere very close by, shaking the ground around you. Everybody here is going to take one harm uh, from just debris flying around. The ditch was not quite deep enough for all of you. Um, This is kind of the result of Ray Ray's mixed success. You're safe from the tornado itself, but some debris hit pretty much everyone. Armor defeating or? Nope, not armor defeating. I'm unstable. Sarah, we don't have much time, but do you need to heal yourself or do you need one of us to heal you? You do not look well. I can try to heal myself, but would you be able to help out if I... Because <laughs> I've rolled shit so far. I would be happy to. 
That's a nine. So if you help out... I mean, I'd, like, I'd love to try. It's a minus one, but I'll do my best. <laughs> what are you doing to help her cast the magic? Yeah, uh, I will draw runes on the back of her hands with chalk. That are my healing runes to try to pump hers up a little bit. Okay, yeah, that works for me. We'll help out. That's boxcars. Minus one is a... 11. Wow. So that's a full success, which means you heal for two. Is that right? Heal for two and stabilize. Blue and red magic, baby. Nice. So the runes that you draw in her hands glow blue. Then as her electricity sort of um, sparks around them, the runes sort of change colors. Uh, They alternate between red and blue, amorphously changing colors as Sarah heals herself. Berries and cherries. Long live the berries and cherries. Long live the berries and cherries. Man, I would kill for some Captain Crunch right now. What? Oh, berries and cherries. (laughs) But Ari, you used magic to help her, so why don't you roll a d6? Oh, fuck. Oh, this is probably a bad number to roll. It's a one. (laughs) Ooh. Ari, you are struck by lightning, my dude. That's gotta be so much harm. Ignore armor. You're going to take four harm. Jesus Christ, he's dead. We said ignore armor? No, your your protection is magical, so I think that it would block some of this harm. But yeah, you're going to take four harm as electricity just rocks through your body. And your brain is scrambled, you are completely disoriented, and you just fall to the ground. I can try to use medic on him. I know CPR. Or <laughs> I can give him a wild bite. For those playing at home, I'm at four harm and unstable. Well, that's not as bad as I thought you were, actually. Well, I just healed one and then got hit by lightning. Because I could lay on hands, you, but if I fuck up, then I take it all back into myself again. Yeah, and that's boring. We just yeah. did it. Or I cause you extra harm if I fuck it up. So I could just give you a wild bite. You gotta chew it for me. <laughs> I do not. That is a <laughs> lie. Okay, I'm gonna kneel down next to where Ari fell and kind of shake him. Hey. Hey. Ignis sort of, quote, kneels down with you, sort of showing a certain concern for their friend. Okay, I'm gonna pull a wild bite out of my pocket. My fanny pack, if you will. I think I would still want to roll medic. I imagine he's unconscious. I'm probably trying to do some C- oh, yeah. some CPR, like bang on his chest, get him to breathe stuff. Jesus Christ, you're gonna if kill him. If he's unstable, yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably how a good CPR idea. work cap, works, Cap. Yeah, but you're a superhuman. <laughs> you are yeah, a beta right really now. <laughs> you break yeah. the sternum. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. He's after getting struck by lightning, he's probably uh, momentarily at least unconscious. I mean, I can't give you hardcore mm-hmm. CPR because that just doesn't. You'd bite his face just off. Physically work, but I'm at least you know, putting pressure on your chest to get you to breathe. Kiss me. I mean, I will. It does three harm. <laughs> I actually, actually, now it does four harm. Ignore armor if you would like me to. <laughs> Uh, which I believe it's real cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I am borrowing Medic. And that is going to be a 7. Cool. Uh, on a 7 or 9, choose 1. Heal to Actually, this makes more sense. I'm just going to stabilize him. Cool. I can either choose to heal or stabilize, so I'm just going to stabilize him. You stabilize his wounds just fine, and Cap Ari starts to kind of wake up. What's this look like? What did he do to me? 
I'm literally just applying pressure to your chest because I imagine you weren't breathing. He probably did that thing where he puts like one hand and a fist on it and then he punches his fist and then you just like shoot up like him. Yeah, and you just... (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's not choking, so I'm not really sure that makes sense, but... And I didn't drown. Maybe it it does. Usually when you get struck by lightning, your heart stops. Yeah. It's my thing. She's restarting your heart. So you're giving his his heart like a... Jump start. Yeah. A reminder to to work, yeah. All right, cool, yeah. What was I saying? (laughs) And I'm holding out a wild bite to you. I grab it, and I want to eat it. (laughs) <laughs> Eat it. Roll plus the weird. Way you said that. Just, I, I just choked <laughs> on my peaches. <laughs> eating peaches. Eating peaches. <laughs> it's right a now. tornado. Tornadoes <laughs> make me want peaches. What? what? That's a pregnant ass shit right there. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm going to take this bite from you and quickly unwrap it and eat it. I love it. Roll plus weird. Let's see. Do I love it? I don't have my minus one, right? No. All right, that's seven on the dice, plus three is eight, nine, ten. Okay, so usually on a ten to twelve, you would choose two benefits and one wild effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have taken three of these before and developed somewhat of a tolerance. God. And mm-hmm. so now you're going to take one benefit and two wild effects. So I'm going to heal two harm for my benefit, and I'm going to take temporary memory loss and blue skin. Okay. Blue. Ari's skin becomes blue and not in the fun, glowy way that is magic in more of a big fat liar type style. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, you take minus three charm because of that. Although I don't imagine that will hurt you much. But your memory of what's going on here completely fades away. And you go back to a mental state of um, you work for the FAE. You report directly to Agent Goodfellow, and you recognize this man, uh, this gator creature, rather, as the the Gullicochica gator man that you're supposed to be keeping tabs on and learning as much about as possible. That is your current. I'm first episode, Ari? Your first episode, Ari, exactly. Mm -hmm. Wow. You must be the... Gullicochica Gator Man. Do what? (laughs) Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Come on, follow the light. Ignis looks at you, Ari, sort of asking what you want them to do. Ignis, we can can take him and we can return to Agent Goodfellow now. We have found what we are looking for. Excuse me? Don't worry, ma'am. There is nothing to be done here. I will take care of this creature. Ma'am? Ari, I told you I'd go meet him. Later. Now is not the time. How do you know my name? What What did you just feed him? Oh, Sieb doesn't know. I don't have time for this. Ray's gonna grab some of Ari's sleep powder and flick it in his face. Whoa. <laughs> oh, damn. Pretty entertaining. Shoot, okay. <laughs> Weird. I mean, I know he's got a pocket full of sleep dust. You do. I mean, he would certainly... Yeah, uh, we're definitely gonna fight right now. <laughs> This is a bad time for a fight. Roll act under pressure to, to try and get that powder away from him. <laughs> oh, God. That's a, nah, it's a seven. It's not great. I was say, don't kill him. So you get the powder, but before you're able to throw it at him, Ari has a chance to react here. Absolutely going to do that. I'm going to try to trap this monster. Can I hit Ari on the back of the head? <laughs> Yeah, let's see how he rolls first. 
Roll use magic minus one. That is eight on the dice. Minus one is seven. God, we're in a stalemate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to quickly pull out a piece of chalk and draw a rune in the air that makes a branch wrap around your forearm. The forearm that grabbed my sleep powder. Can I hit him on the back of the head? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Wait, wait let's first let's work out the mechanics first. What what is your glitch? I, I mean, I think it's got to have a problematic side effect, right? And then I have to roll a d6. I mean, there's four choices, so if that's your choice, and yes, yes, that is my choice. A problematic side effect. First, yeah, roll a d6. Come on now, it's a six. Lightning strikes in the distance, uh, not as close as the other ones, uh, but the problem—that's not the problematic side effect because that just happens. You all start to hear sort of a rumbling, very reminiscent of the tornado that came by earlier. Uh, Pain, you said you're going to try and hit him from behind? <laughs> hit it from the back, as the kids say. Does this kick some ass? Um, yeah, this is kick some ass. It's also a seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're all really bad at hurting each other now. <laughs> this is horrible. And Steve and Ignis are like... What? We look like the three fucking stooges right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to do harm to each other. So what What are you attacking him with? I was just like trying to hit, hit the back of his head with my gun. The butt oh, of my okay. gun, not obviously. So... That's how I always knock out people. Oh, well, then that's probably act under pressure. Should I roll again? Because that's what it was before. Yeah, roll... Well, no, what was it your roll? It was a seven. seven. And that was a, it was a six Does plus that... one, so it would be an eight. So it would be an eight. Okay. So worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. You're going to knock him cold again, and he's going to take a harm. <laughs> Sorry, um, Ari. <laughs> it's okay. I have armor. That, har- that harm, though, hits you in the back of the head, not your suit. Yeah, but, but you, oh, stranger but you danger. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When I have no armor, I still count as having one armor. And the branch releases Ray Ray's arm as I go to sleep. <laughs> Good night. That'll work. All right, come on, I got you. Big guy. God, he's got to stop taking that shit. Iggy, come on, I got him. What was that that you gave him? It was a a wild bite, and he told me that any time that he was super hurt, I needed to offer him one. Yeah, Sarah, we're going to talk about that That was a mistake. Come on. Why did I listen to him? Ignis, let's go. Ignis sort of uh, hovers around Ari, sort of looking at him for what to do, but Ari is unconscious not able to give them orders okay i look at iggy i don't speak ignis but we just need to get to that disc do you remember the disc do you know where it is well then let's go there this sounds like you're trying to manipulate someone cool trying to manipulate ignis yeah ignis isn't sure if they should be following you you did just knock out their companion I did it for his own good, I swear. Ignis is a fey creature, so they don't necessarily understand all the social intricacies of what's happening here. Much like Ari himself. So roll plus charm. Well, that's much better than I've been rolling. That's an 11. So close to a advanced. Um, yeah, so they'll do it for the reason you gave them. So Ignis sort of looks, looks at Ari and then looks at you and then sort of nods in a way, and then starts to head back into the forest. I, I follow. I'm, yeah, I'm obviously carrying Ari. Like a baby. Like a blue baby. <laughs> no, Ray looks at Steve while we're running. You uh, got any idea how to wake him up and not be on this thing? 
If that thing Sarah gave him is from the wild, there's no telling what's going on in his mind. It seems seems like his memory has been lost. Fun. I'm never listening to Ari again. <laughs> we might be better off leaving him unconscious for now. I hate to say it. Well, I got him. Follow the light. And welcome to what is probably one of, if not the most thrilling episodes of Shrimp and Chris. Shrimp, what's our name? Shrimp and Chris. Chris. <laughs> Shrimp and Chris. Who's Chris? Shrimp and Chris. Hey, Chris. My name's Chris, and welcome to Shrimp and Chris. I'm also Chris. Thanks for listening, Chris. The four of us are all Chris. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Chris. We've been christened. <laughs> Uh, that was funny and very good joke. Uh, no, but we are excited because we get to announce the announce. winner. We <laughs> God damn it. We're going to crack open this egg that says what the winner of the giveaway is. I wish you guys would just take this seriously. <laughs> God damn it. Can we not be serious for one goddamn minute? <laughs> I'm so serious right now. If you change one more word in our middle show to fart, I'm going to be so mad. I was waiting for you to notice. That was me. That wasn't Ryan. Ryan, are your dice warm? Are your hands warm? You want to do the honors? Kiss them. You're our in-house dice roller. Yeah, kiss it. Blow on them. Kiss it. Dang it. Bop Bop it. it. Okay, that was was good. (laughs) We did it. We did it at the same time. (laughs) That's an eight. Oh. Mm. Number eight on our list is John Gibson at M.O underscore ozarker and john is the keeper for rail send mysteries a fellow monster of the week podcast yeah congratulations john great job john yeah john <laughs> we will get in touch with you and figure out how to get in contact with you to send you all of these amazing things thank you so much for entering everyone thank you everyone that entered me <laughs> okay. congratulations john don't worry, Ryan will wash his hands before touching the poster. Oh, and also special thanks to Davin for doing the art for this poster, because oh, it looks yeah. gorgeous, and I'm excited about it. Thanks to Davin for everything. Yeah, I need to get one of these bad boys up on my wall. Davin's the best. I'm going to get it tattooed on my butt. <laughs> cool. How are you going to fit it in next to the picture of my face? <laughs> All right. Find us on our Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) At Shrimp and Crits. Speaking of fellow Monster of the Week podcast, our promo this week comes to us from Memester of the Week. You can find them at MemesterOTWPod on Twitter. They are another actual play Monster of the Week podcast. This is Memester of the Week. We're a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. It goes like this. A reluctant cult member, his stoner roommate, a skeptic YouTuber, and her fake camera person walk into a diner. They then walk out of the diner and drive off to hunt the things that go bump in the night. Inspired by shows like Supernatural, The Adventure Zone, and The Crit Show, join four friends as they travel across the country solving supernatural problems and trying not to cause more problems than they solve. If you've ever wondered what it would be like if Scooby-Doo had guns and magic and monsters rather than real estate moguls, this might be for you. 
Welcome to Memester of the Week. You can chat with us on our channel in the Cast Junkie Discord. We have weekly listening parties, uh, great conversations, and our friend Davin does a really sweet fart live stream. <laughs> did you? I'm sorry. Did you say art or fart? I said fart. <laughs> You can follow our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash shrimp and crits. And it has links to our show, our website, our merchandise, our Ko-Fi and some other stuff. So check us out there. Ko-Fi. If you haven't already, rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. We release new episodes bi-weekly on Mondays. And our next episode is out Monday, September 6th. Labor Day. See you then. Happy holidays. I'm here to talk to you about salmon. (laughs) Stay safe and sexy. You can listen to us on your lawn chair while you're enjoying Labor Day. Salmon. Nothing like a good Labor Day salmon. Yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. (laughs) Please, Please enjoy the rest of this episode and let us know what you think. And we love you. We love you. Farts. Alrighty, so the deeper you get into this swampy forest, the more difficult it becomes to maneuver. Um, There's debris flying around, uh, tree branches. The water's coming down so hard it it hurts at times. I'm kind of just running and staying low. Sure. Like, you know, kind of crouching and keeping Ari's head, like, blocked by my shoulder. And you can even take most of these, you can take these hits and be fine anyway. Like, you, a branch hits you and it, it makes you sore, but it, you know, kind of bounces off your scales. Yeah, I'm, most, yeah, I'm like... Very much crouched over Ari, like a baby, with like, and yeah, I'm just taking the hits in like my arm. <laughs> and I think I'm probably behind Ray Ray trying to shadow basically as a shield. Okay. Hold on to my tail. <laughs> Ray Ray, roll, protect someone. Please be good. It's not good. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's not good. Uh,. I, I don't could I help out, but I don't know how to help out. Uh, no, you can't. It's <laughs> a four. Oh, nope. Can't help you. A tree falls between you, Ray, and Sarah. And the rain is coming down so heavily, and the wind is blowing so hard that in the chaos of it all, Sarah, you sort of lose your sense of direction. And Ray, Ray, you keep following... Ignis, before you even realize that Sarah's not behind you anymore, and the two of you are com- now completely separated. Sarah, you're you're alone in the woods. Uh, cool, my worst nightmare. <laughs> there's water coming down around you. Uh, you're in an area that's swampy enough that the swamp water is coming up nearly to your waist. What do you do? And I can't see a little blue light whatsoever. Roll read a bad situation. Um, that is an eight. Okay, hold one. What's my best way out or in? Whatever gets me to the disc. Sure, fair. 
Um, yeah, that would probably be your best way in. So you get your bearings, finally. You move a little bit, and you find the tree that fell between you and Ray Ray. And there's suddenly sort of a moment you can see the rainwater, like, sort of stop moving in parts. Maybe the trees above you moved in such a way that they're blocking some of it. And you remember the shape of the forest that you're looking at, and you remember Ignis heading that way. Okay, then I want to go that way. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> As you sort of leap over this this fallen tree and start to head back towards where you saw your friends going, you hear this rumbling again, and it's getting louder and louder, and it's coming from behind you. Um, you look, and there is a tornado coming your way. What do you do? Can I use let's get out of here on myself? <laughs> you hear in the back of your head, don't forget tornado protocol. <laughs> <laughs> Do I see any like tree branch? I'm only imagining Lord of the Rings when they hide underneath like the roots of a tree. And I'm Frodo again. <laughs> Is there like a hollowed out tree trunk or something that I can yeah. attempt to get into? Oh, totally. There's swamp trees abound. I'm going to try to hide. Roll act under pressure plus cool. Oh, thank God, it's a 12. And I have advance. You may choose either to do what you wanted and something extra or to do what you wanted to absolute perfection. I am Froto. So you scurry under a tree like the <laughs> hobbit that you are. <laughs> and you're able to like kind of triangulate where this tornado is heading and you sort of go under a tree that's not even in its path so you don't even have to worry about the tree falling over. Once the tornado passes by you, um, you do happen to catch just a glimpse of blue light in the far, far distance. So there you go. We'll go back to Ray Ray. You've got Seeb and Ignis, and you're holding Ari. Baby Ari. Uh, at this rate, I'm still just running, following Ignis. I, prob I don't imagine I've even noticed Payne's not there yet. It's, it's so chaotic out here. I think I'm mostly, I think I'm mostly just focused on not letting Ari get fucked up and just keeping my eye on Ignis. So you find yourself wading in deeper and deeper water. And there's a certain point where you almost have to swim. You Seab sort of helps you keep Ari above water. Then you see in the distance where Iggy is leading you, you see the shape of one of these St. Anne sea monsters. And you see that they, the other two that you had uh, faced off against before are there as well, but they're all standing in different places surrounding uh, what appears to be sort of like an island in the swamp. And in the center of this island, there is a bunch of debris being put together in almost like a very thin tower. And you see a hulking figure sort of pulling pieces of scrap metal off of the ground and adding them onto its creation. He's back, baby! Ah, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess I would like to recognize this hulking figure. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think you need to necessarily investigate a mystery. You see the St. Anne Sea Monster that's standing in between you and the island. Uh, you see it recognize you, but it makes no move to move towards you as long as you kind of keep your distance. As soon as you get close enough, you do see that on this island... There is sort of like a large orangutan looking thing with pieces of metal 
on its head in sort of the shape of a crown, and you see an exposed brain, but rather than before the very humanoid-looking brain, it is misshapen and discolored, and it seems to be sort of almost growing off of the back of this thing, like it's some kind of tumorous mass. But yeah, this is the Swamp Cabbage Man, the skunk ape, Swamp Squatch. Oh, dang. This is our biggest mistake. Sarah. Sarah. Sarah? <laughs> you don't you don't see Sarah. Son of a bitch. Did we did we lose her? Should I go back for her? As as Ignis, I'm guessing Ignis has stopped. Ignis is sort of gesturing towards the island, but yeah, once they see you stop, they stop as well. Ignis, where uh, where's Sarah? <laughs> find find uh find Sarah. Bring her here. Lassie, find Sarah. Please. And this is like, God damn it, I am not a fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Ignis looks at you, looks at Ari still unconscious, and looks off into the woods, and then floats off back towards where you guys lost Sarah. Okay, and I'll, I'll look at Sieb. I'm guessing we're like kind of tucked away right now, like we're not noticed besides that one trash column. I'm picturing almost like a clearing in the forest. Like the trees end at a certain point in a circle around this island. Mm -hmm. And then there's a ring around the island that is made up by these three uh, trash monsters. And then in between three trash monsters is the island itself and whatever structure is being built. You're probably about 50 yards from it. Hey, uh, you, you got any way to wake him up and snap him out of this? At least make him not be blue? I mean... He was just hit on the back of the head. He should be coming too soon. All right. Well, here, I'm going to let you hold on to this powder just in case. <laughs> mm -hmm. Where where did he get this? Is this the, the sleep powder of a giant? This entire situation kind of rolls back to Arc 2. If you want to go back and listen, <laughs> it's we're kind of full circle here. But yeah, we'll get there later. Okay, I'm, I got it. Uh, just if he gets a little antsy. Uh, we might need to put him back out. Okay, I know I know how this works. I'll be on the ready. And Ray's gonna start kind of smacking Hari on the face. <laughs> not not like not like slapping him, but he's just like just hey, stupid. I think that's enough to Ari. You start coming too <sighs> with your blue skin. What was I saying? Hey, dummy, you still not remember me. Ari just coming in and out of consciousness. <laughs> this, whole, this whole arc. This is life. <laughs> true. Very true. It's a microcosm. I still don't have my memory. Uh, true. If, if yeah. you're blue, you don't have your memory. I don't know who the two of you are, but what is happening? And who who hit me? Your name's Ari Green. Our friend Sarah hit you because you have a drug problem. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know you know my mama. Don't don't sugarcoat this bullshit. Uh, this is Seab Tate. Uh, Y'all both work for that little good fellow, dude. I know big big mystery, right? I'm pretty sure you got fired. And uh, those are trash columns. And there's a disc over there. At this point, uh, Seab actually pulls out his badge and shows it to you, Ari. He looks at you, Ray Ray, uh, sort of hesitantly, and then he looks at Ari and he says. Agent Tate of the FAE, I know that your memories have been lost here, but you have a more important mission than capturing the Gullicochica Gator Man. 
If that is all the case, I am inclined to believe you. I trusted Loretta. I will trust you. Yeah, and we'll get back on to that drug problem here later. Uh, but for now, uh, so we've already dealt with him, but you might not remember it. Ignis went to go get Sarah. Gatorman, what are we doing here? What do we need to accomplish? <laughs> Gatorman. I won't get into the gator thing with you right now. It is also unfortunate because normally I'm the one that has to ask you this. Uh, we followed Ignis here to get this disc that all these trash golems are kind of led to. Agent, you do remember Ignis, right? Of course I remember Ignis. Always Ignis. They're bringing back a Sarah. Is that the person who hit me? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a collaborated effort. Um, we needed to get you here. If Ignis trusts you, I will trust you. Times is kind of of the essence. This storm's gonna rip the whole town to hell, if not more than that. Can I see to where, like, the tower is? Yes. Can I see if there's any sort of disc? Um. I don't know much about this disc, but I know what a shape of a disc is. Without getting closer, it's hard to see that much detail, but I will sure. allow you to investigate a mystery to kind of study it from afar to see what you glean here. Investigate a bad situation. That is 11 on the dice, plus 2. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. Is this a... Yep. Advance? It is. Nice. So you may ask the Keeper any question about the mystery, not just the listed ones. I mean, you get to hold 2 with that. Is the disc here? Uh, yeah. You see... So you see the Swamp Ape sort of moving around this thing sort of meticulously. It grabs a piece of sheet metal and almost like it like twists it into more of like a rod form with its immense strength and just sort of adds it to the pile, building it higher and higher, but trying to keep it um, fairly thin. As it sort of moves in front of this tower, you see what appears to be the disc and you see the different glowing colors of the jewels that are on it. I would like to ask, what's happening here? You see the Swamp Ape building this tower higher and higher, and you see lightning striking the trees above, and it becomes pretty apparent to you that the Swamp Ape is trying to build a lightning rod. Uh, it's only using metal. At the base of this lightning rod is the disc. Hmm. It appears that... Whatever disc you're looking for is attached to this tower. I believe the creature to be attempting to power the disc using the natural energy of the storm above. What we need to do, what you need to do, Gator Man, is to disconnect that disc from that tower. Uh, alright. Will somebody tell me why I am blue? <laughs> we'll get back to the drug problem later. and We got a lot to catch up on. For now, let's take care of this situation. I think at this point, Payne would return to the scene. There's no reason to keep her away anymore. As soon as she comes to the bushes, I spin quickly and pull out a piece of chalk and point it at her. I pull out my gun and point it at him. Upon arrival of Ignis, I will lower my chalk. It's good to see you, Ignis. I do have my hands up, though. I, d I didn't mean to hit you, man. It's, it's me. Uh, he's still out of it. I'm Sarah. Nice to meet you. 
It is a pleasure to meet you, Sarah. I am Agent Ari Green, and the Gator Man and I will handle it from here. No, that's not happening. (laughs) This is fun. It's like we're playing episode one again. I'm having a really good time. (laughs) Sarah, you seeing this? I'm assuming I see the what's happening. Sarah, yeah, you see this sort of metal tower being built on the island. You see the trash creatures, and yeah, what do you guys do? Right, what the hell? I guess I need to knock that Bigfoot off of uh, off of the metal tower. What a season it's been, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if we distract the creature, you can run in and take the disc. Ray Ray just bust breaking the fourth wall but yeah he's been doing it a lot this episode it's real weird this is our throwback episode deadpool it's... ray ray did we arrive here in a vehicle that's a sensitive subject about that i don't know where it went get the disc and bring it back to the vehicle all right what are we gonna do with it i don't even know who you are i don't oh know what to do with it Once I grab it, all these big boys out here are going to start following us. Yeah, that's the problem. We have to have a plan of... Is there a safe place you can take it? Johnny matters. (laughs) (sighs) I hate to say it, but Johnny matters. (laughs) Is this your boss? God, no. (laughs) Do you think he would know what to... How to, like, turn off the beacon? Well, he knows more than Featherbrain right here, right now. All right, can you do do some magic shit so I can get up there? <laughs> but the the disc is on the ground, right? Isn't the tower just a lightning rod and the disc is on the ground? That's how you described it? Oh, you're asking me, yes. Yeah, you don't. You ain't got to climb shit, but I would love you to have a tower fight on a lightning rod with an ape. <laughs> Swampzilla versus King Kong right now. I, I, just re- yeah. I just really wanted to kick Bigfoot off the tower. <laughs> I mean, live your truth, but you don't have to. <laughs> We have to have a plan more than just grab the thing because we can't fight a bunch of trash golems by ourselves. This is my plan. This is my evil. <laughs> I, I could take it away from here. I don't know if I trust you in this state right now. I think I run a little faster. <laughs> Should two of us go for the disc and two of us cause the distraction? Or can you do it on your own? Well, you can't distract big fellas over there. The ape, then. But, yeah, it'd be nice to take him off my hide for a minute. When you're ready, I'll do my best to protect you. All right, and I will head over to the island. Dive into the water. As soon as you start to move towards the island, the trash golem starts to move to intercept you. Oh, so he's actually paying attention? Yeah, he's been watching you this whole... Or it's been watching you the whole time. Hmm. He's probably like, God damn, they're stupid. <laughs> they've just been staring at me and i've just been staring at them and they don't even notice uh different plan block him <laughs> i'm gonna try to trap a creature okay roll to use magic oh sweet mother of titania that is exactly what i wanted that's a 12 all day 10 on the dice hmm. plus two now listen to me i'm just gonna say what i envisioned you do whatever you want I'm going to trap this creature, and then I want the fucking lightning strike to hit it so bad. (laughs) Oh, so bad. (laughs) So, what's going to happen here? I'm very happy. Old angry Ari is going to trace a big old rune in the sky, and then, I think, just bring a fist down onto the muddy earth beneath him, which creates a crater beneath the 
incoming trash golem just sinking him waist high into this bog. I love it. Yeah, the water goes crazy. You like it like way it actually forms waves on the usually still swamp water as it sinks down into the earth. So happy. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Added benefit. This thing is in water and you just like made it sink into the water. If it strikes the wa- the creature, it's going to shock all of you. <laughs> It, it depends on how much, how many fucking tires are in that trash creature. <laughs> that would pr- that would protect the trash creature, not the right. people in the water. <laughs> it, you're right; it doesn't make sense. I thought we were like in mud, not no. Because remember, you guys swam here before. Yeah. I was knocked out. I meant back like in the second arc in the swamp ape arc. Oh, it's the exact same place. I didn't know it was the exact same place. I thought it was his new fucking digs. No, he's he's literally using. The okay. scrap metal from his hut that you destroyed to okay. create this new thing. Very cool. Um, what an asshole. So, and also, if lightning strikes, it's going to strike the friggin' lightning rod that's being built. I should roll that d6, though, huh? Yes. I rolled a four. Uh, so lightning streaks. streaks. Yeah, lightning. There we go. That was a, that was a, a, a slur or a slip. But lightning streaks across the sky vertically. Lights up the whole area in a flash of blue white uh but it doesn't strike anything near you so ray ray you're how fast are you trying to move here are you trying to go like no limit speed are you trying to go regular gator speed uh now that i know that these fuckers are trying to block me on no limit speed yeah because you see the other two although they are farther away start to move toward you yeah i will roll no limits god my rolls have sucked uh well that's an eight okay what's your drawback I mean, I guess I'll suffer one harm. I imagine old dude gets a grip on me while I'm trying to slide past him. But I'll let, <laughs> but I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you. I hate that whole <laughs> yeah, yeah, the way that was phrased is uh, arousing to say. <laughs> yeah, here's what happens: you get to the island before either of the trash monsters, but the trash king jumps off of his tower and just lands on you, tackling you into the mud. Oh, you got bigger. I must assist the sky song. You too, huh? No, man. (laughs) And you get punched for three harm. Ow. (laughs) I'm gonna heal it. He's the one that gave that I that I got that from getting punched (laughs) by him. So it's just poetic. Oh, thank God. Finally. Uh, that's a 12. So I heal three. So I get unpunched. <laughs> oh. Nice. Okay. Does that leave you with less harm than you had from before his punch? No, no. He punched me for her. Oh, yeah. Technically, it does. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, you're going to fail that roll and then just die. I, I almost I almost did against Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, what do you do? I am... Wait, what is Ari doing right now? So he trapped the thing, right? I'm holding a monster very well. Okay. What's Seeb doing? Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> In the rain. Seeb, I imagine, assisted Ari with the magic, and so he's kind of side by side with Ari, holding his chalk out as well. It seems like a really bad time to call Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime, FaceTime. <laughs> God 
this does seem like a very you're correct. You're this correct. is a very yeah. inappropriate time to call Johnny. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's also a bad time to have a birthday party or <laughs> we have to have weird the taxes. It's a bad time to try and paint a picture. I'm trying to think of how the fuck we get out of here because we don't even have a vehicle now. Do I know where it is? The truck? Yeah, you left it behind. It's like... You can't drive it here. I'm not sure what I can do right now. Of all the times that you used your gun, (laughs) this is the time that you completely forget (laughs) that you have a gun. (laughs) Surrounded by trash monsters and Bigfoot is attacking me. (laughs) Am I surrounded? No, but you see Ray Ray alone on the island fighting the swamp ape and two (laughs) trash monsters. Oh, okay. Uh... (laughs) Heading it's toward Cap's him. Fault. He distracted me with these sharks on my LaCroix can. <laughs> All right. I have a conspiracy theory. I will pull my gun out then. And I mean, I'm not jumping in a swamp. Can I shoot the swamp ape from where I am? Like on the edge of the shore? Or do I? Are you going to make me get in the water? You can try. I mean, you're pretty far away. <laughs> you guys were waiting in the water to get here. It's not like. Yeah. You found a way that's not like swim, but it's the water's like probably up to your waist or or higher. Okay. But yeah, you can try to hit him. It's just going to be um, a tough shot. Act to act, you can act under pressure to do it though. Yeah, I don't want to get like too close. I'm I'm not as strong as Ray Ray. What? Like I, he can handle three monsters at once. I, I can't even handle one of those monsters. <laughs> I don't know that he can I handle three know. monsters I at would once. Like us not to take that <laughs> sort, of, sort of what I'm getting at here. <laughs> Again, he can't breathe fire. As much as it may seem like it, this arc, I do not want you guys to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was trying to think if I had any other options here, so I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna try to shoot the. Swamp Ape, because I know I can't do much against the trash monsters. Okay, act under pressure. I'm going to give you minus one forward, though, because of the circumstances of the rain and the distance. Okay, I'm sure it's just the disc, but can I investigate a mystery to see if... (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm going back and forth. But I just want to see, like, the trash monsters don't have, like, the little thing on their necks like the animals did, do they? Like, are they being controlled by the disc or by the Swamp Ape? Gosh, okay. Uh, this I'm making up your narrative. Because <laughs> it could be either one. No, I'm just trying to figure out if this is read a bad situation or investigate a mystery. I feel like it's investigate a mystery. Yeah. So you're specifically looking for devices on the swamp creatures next. Yeah. Well, the trash monsters. Roll plus sharp. That is a 12. Okay. You get to hold two. Uh, I guess what is being concealed here to see if the thing is on its there's some sort of device on their necks or bodies. You don't see any devices on their necks. You just see general garbage. Okay. And I'm going to ask this again, even though I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but what can hurt it? The trash creature? Yeah. You see that its body, their bodies are exceedingly um, slick here. They're, you know, very damp from the rain and the water. Uh, The only way to permanently hurt these things is to dry it out. Like you did before. Okay. Okay. Then yes, I will just shoot the swamp ape. Okay. Can I aim for his brain? Sure. <laughs> I know that doesn't mean shit. I'll give you hitting his brain on a twelve plus. 
could have been worse. It's an eight. Okay. Um, your gun does two damage, I believe. Yeah. You shoot the swamp ape. You kind of like cling to the roots of a tree to sort of get a good angle and you fire away. And you see that on a mixed success, you see that the bullet kind of like glances off his shoulder. Maybe he takes a little bit less harm as it, that, as it would. Uh, but you're impressed with yourself that you made the shot from this far. <laughs> and you didn't hit Ray Ray, who's literally tussling with him. Ari, what do you and Seeb do? What do you do? Hey, Ian, real quick. Yes? I hate to do this, Uh-oh. but oh, I just remembered something. Okay. Don't we all have minus one forward because we're around the swamp ape? And he smells like shit. <laughs> you certainly do. Uh, okay. I, far it's raining. That probably helps. I imagine the rain does help. I just wanted to. I don't want us to be tweeted at. That's a good point. Thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. The rain helps with the distance that the swamp must travels. Uh, but it probably actually makes it worse for you being right up there in its moist, musky yuckness. Mm. Dope. Mm. Well put. Mm. So there you go. I think that. At their at the distance that they're at, being uh, everybody else, they're probably fine at the moment. Hey, bud, I want to also meta remind you, you still have my sleep powder. Sieb, Sieb, Sieb has, has your, your sleep, sleep powder. powder. What? When did that happen? He you were unconscious. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I mean, Ray Ray gave it to him. Oh, I thought he kept it. Hmm, sorry. He knows how to use it. Ray really doesn't. <laughs> Does anybody else want to uh, to sidekeeper here? Sarah, what do you have for me? I, I would love to have a montage where Ari teaches me how mm-hmm. to do something with my lightning other than heal. Because <laughs> I'm tired of being basic. That's a good point. I'm about to trust my gut in the middle of this swamp just so I can become spooky and do some shit. <laughs> That's a great idea. Wait till we're dying. I won't do it. Not yet, but I love it though. Also, right. I um, think if you really want me to to keeper you, I think you should have <laughs> harmed me on that mixed success. No, you are rolling act under pressure, not kick some ass. Oh, I didn't do it right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, I didn't do it right. How about you all do a little less side seat keepering and do a little more listening to your goddamn keeper here. It was a, it was a nine. It's fine. Hey, mine was important. Yeah, Ryan, yeah, yes, was important. yes. Ryan, you did good. You're all doing great, and I love you very much. I'm I love you, Ian. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I think our episodes are a little long. <laughs> 20 minutes Ari what do you do I think I'd like to change my focus from the trash monster to the ape creature okay and try to keep it in place so Ray can or so the gator man can get away okay uh, you would be letting go of the tr- the, sw- the trash monster how close is it to Ray? The trash monster? It's like on him. The one that you trapped is closer to you. Yeah, yeah. You guys are sort of on the edge of this, you know, sort of clearing. Yeah, where his little hut is. The swamp monster moved towards you guys to try mm-hmm. and intercept Ray Ray. You trapped him. Ray yes. Ray moved past him to the island. Uh, the island has Ray Ray uh, tussling with the swamp ape directly, and then two of the trash golems are getting closer they're almost up on the island as well um i will say since i never gave you an added effect for your magic your um advanced success 
if you lose focus on the trash golem that you have trapped already, it won't immediately become loose, but it will eventually. Yeah, I'm going to do that then, definitely, and try to just give Ray a little bit of an advantage getting out of there with the disc. Roll use magic. That is five on the dice, plus two, seven. We made it. Seven, and you got... You got uh, your boy there as well. See? Um, yeah, kind of back-to-back magicking with you. And you know what? Actually, here, let me do this for you. Let me, I have an idea. I have a good idea. I like ideas. So Seeb is either going to assist you with your magic from kind of here forward until something in the fiction changes that, um, or you can have him keep the spell active on the trash monster that's currently held under the water, and you can move forward without him. I want to do that so that Ray has a clear path out great the ladder yeah so what's your glitch i'm just gonna say it has a short duration so he can just get that first few steps away or as far as he can what does this spell look like because it sort of looks a little bit different each time you because you're using your environment to trap the creature yeah definitely at home in the swamp here um i think just releasing my hands out of the mud i'm gonna use some of that mud on a nearby tree and draw some sigils on it and try to make roots afar Mm. wrap around him from the swamp. Yeah, so that happens. Roots sort of sprout from the ground around the swamp ape and sort of twist around his ankles, and he's trapped. So roll a d6 plus two. Ah, shit. That's six. Plus two is eight. So lightning strikes the tower, and electricity from this storm courses through this lightning rod of uh of haphazard construction and into the disc you see the three colors on it glow uh there's red blue and yellow uh the different jewels and everything goes quiet for a second the sound of the rain is suddenly silent completely Another bolt of lightning hits the tower and courses through it and into the disc. And then suddenly from all directions in the sky, lightning just courses and intersects exactly above this lightning rod and strikes down into it and into the disc. And it's as if the disc has drawn the entirety of the energy from the entire storm and just sucks it into its core. And the winds are still, and the rain stops, and a plume of light forms around this disc as it starts to float up into the sky. Oh, dang, I knew it was aliens. What the fuck? Agent Tate, do you have any idea what that is? I I have no clue. And the disc floats about 15 feet up into the air in the center of this plume of light. And then it starts to open. Fuck. There are sort of four compartments. Each one makes a quarter of the top of the disc. Three of them have the jewels that are sort of on the outer rim of it. Uh, One of them seems to be missing that jewel. And it opens up, and there's a body curled up inside of this thing, sort of in the fetal position. And then there is a flash of light, and it blinds you all for a second. The swamp creatures are just sort of looking up like turkeys in the rain, just like staring mouths agape at this in wonder. 
The sound of the storm is replaced by silence, and then it's replaced by singing. You hear music, although it doesn't sound like any music you've ever heard. It's simultaneously sounds foreign and and angelic. Then your your vision returns to you as details start to form, and the silhouette of this person becomes more clear. You see the what appears to be a woman with iridescent skin, although the details of her face and body are sort of washed out as if there's a bright light being shined directly on her. I, I am Agent Ari Green of the FAE. What business do you have here? I am Calliope, though some will come to refer to me as Sky Song. I thank you all for your your help today. Uh, although I'm I'm sorry for the destruction it caused. I'm also afraid I have to go before I can really explain any of this to you. But I I hope I hope we can avoid becoming adversarial in the future. Where where do you come from, Calliope? Like I said, there's no time for that, um, but if you're who I think you are, I think you'll figure it out soon enough. It's too difficult to explain at the moment. Ray looks at the skunk ape. Are you an alien too? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it on, on Johnny's shitty show that a lot of people think you're an alien. <laughs> Do you just, you just live inside of that thing? You just... What a wonderfully <laughs> mundane thing to ask. Right? It's perfect. She smiles and looks at Sarah and she says, um, she says, well, I mean, hopefully not for long. You've been controlling these things? I've been sort of uh, in a state of stasis. So the whole point of the Sky Song was to get you out of there? There's more there's more to it than that, but like I said, I I, I really got to get us to safety. So I guess we'll talk when I see you next. It's us. Are you going to get us to safety? The disc behind her starts to, it has closed again and has become kind of fully formed. And it starts to spin and the blue gem on it glows as there is another flash of light. And when the, when the light fades and you can all see again, there are piles of trash and mud where the sea golems once were. And the swamp ape is completely gone. The air around you is completely still and silent. The sky is completely clear. You can see the stars above you. What the fuck? Hey, uh, y'all saw that, right? I told you it was aliens. I, I mean, can I use my cryptid sighting? <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I no, that's a great segue into what sort of creature is it? Um, human. Oh. As far as you can tell, she was human. Agent Tate, are you all right? I'm, I'm okay, although I'm not sure what that was. 
I've seen I've seen a lot of shit from a lot of different worlds. But I ain't seen nothing like that. We can we can bring our description to Goodfellow. He can tell us what it was. His knowledge is vast. That's that's a good idea, Agent Green. And then he throws sleep powder in your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Is it Calliope the instrument or Calliope the muse? Neither. It's a character in our show named but Calliope. It's, but it's a very specific <laughs> word. It's it's Ian is a musician. And now I read into every name because and of the Robin connection. <laughs> you don't know that the Robin connection is anything. Yeah, we didn't every, talk about it. You, you read into every name because if you all just read into <laughs> too much shit, some come on, some their names. Calliope. You see, even his I name, like of Calliope. His name is Joe. Does that mean he's his Joe Rogan? His full name's Joseph. So it could be Joseph Rogan. It could be Joseph the Shepherd. Okay, let's uh, let's do the end of session <laughs> question. I think we should. This is a long ass. <laughs> This is a long six episode. I think it's all no, probably. <laughs> no, yeah, we did, did a lot. Things. The uh, the phenomena are I kind of like merged two phenomenons into each other. Yeah, you did. It's really mean. Fun. <laughs> Very fun for me. Uh, so did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, totally. It opened Which up one. It opens up current mystery. We solved the plague. Oh, yeah. And then we solved the storm. We just got a new mystery yeah. at the end. Oh, yeah, I guess. I we solved the phenomena. We destroyed two phenomena. We stopped two phenomena. I would say phenomena. yes. I'd really say the skunk ape seemed to solve the storm. Really, we were kind of That's kind of true. Yeah, I'm glad the skunk ape was doing <laughs> We did solve the plague, though. If you... I solved we'll take the that plague. One. I almost became a blob, and it was very true to my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'll give you the yes there because you certainly solved the initial mystery. Mm-hmm. Did we save someone from certain death or oh, yeah. worse? God, Rooster, Becca. Becky, whatever. And Becca, every time, <laughs> Becca, Rooster. I didn't save yeah. Blake. Yeah, the entire Sorry, Blake. We didn't save a lot of the cultists. They got smushed. Unfortunately, not the. Who knows how many people that the. Uh, trash golems decided to storm through their house to get to the yeah. middle of town. Hey, there were a lot of tornadoes to cover that what up. What about a lot of flying sharknadoes? <laughs> it was a shark attack. <laughs> that was the biggest shark attack I ever saw. We kind of saved Mephisto. <laughs> yeah, you definitely saved Mephisto. Sure did. And then he got smushed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he Allegedly. Smushed. You kind of saved Catalina. But then she also got smushed. I saved Ari. And Rooster. I saved you from yeah. becoming a blob. Yeah, that. You definitely saved someone. <laughs> yeah, we saved a lot. Rooster. We'll say Rooster. We'll pick Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> we picked just one. I think you nothing from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Frustrates Ian more than we're going to end of session. <laughs> These are yes or no questions. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's two yes. We do it every time. Yep. 
Did we learn something new and important about the aliens. world? Uh, <laughs> fucking aliens. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was just a human person. I don't know that you did learn anything new about the world. I don't we think we that did. The cult actually could do something. Instead of just be cults. But they we knew they had a spell book. That's not new. It's yeah. just surprising to me. Yeah, I don't think we learned anything new about the world unless there was some shattering. <laughs> unless it counts as the disc. Nah. No, we knew the disc was magical. Well, we didn't know there was a person in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Johnny Metters was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a toughie. It's got, I think it's got to be Keeper's Call on this one. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I, I would agree. You guys have too much experience anyway. <laughs> yeah, also that. <laughs> Did you learn anything new about one of the hunters? New and important. Uh, I don't feel like we did. Ari has a drug problem. <laughs> we did that already. <laughs> yeah, no, I would say no as well. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah, we I did. I can't think of an instance where we really had mm -hmm. any big... We were doing a lot of problem solving, not learning about ourselves this yeah. yeah, not a lot of not a lot of heart to heart talks going on here. A lot of quick movements. Yeah, then that's two. That's two yeses, which means you get one experience. Wow, I'm not even. I'm honored. To... <laughs> did anyone level up? I just did my first box on our new set. Me too. Now look directly at the camera. I wish Starbucks was on DoorDash. I saw a video that Disney <laughs> has an ice coffee. cream thing right now that's topped with red beans. Mochi? <laughs> Mochi is red bean. It had red. It might. Are you old? It had, it had red beans on it, and it literally made me want to. Ian's giggling. Just not exist in this world anymore. <laughs> just. Yeah. I'm crying. I'm gonna cry. Fuck beans. Fuck beans. <laughs> Fuck beans. Fuck beans. Fuck beans. <laughs>